thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 32. If thou survive my well-contented day, when that churl death my bones with dust shall cover, and shalt by fortune once more resurvey. These poor rude lines of thy deceased lover, compare them with the bettering of time, and though they may be outstripped by every pen, reserve them for my love, not for their rhyme, exceeded by the height of happier men. Oh, then vouchsafe me but this loving thought. Had my friend's muse grown with his growing age, a dearer birth than his love had brought, to march in ranks of better equipage, but since he died and poets better prove, there's for the style I read, his for his love. That was Sonnet 32, read in a very emotionless way, I, I do admit, but I got through it. Um, I am Mark Chasley, and this is Shakespeare Sonnets, where we're going through all the Shakespeare Sonnets. We're up to Sonnet 32 of 154. I am joined by the bespectacled and smiling... <laughs> Thierry Hillis. Bespectacled. I, I, I like that one. That that should be my attribute from now on. <laughs> Bespectacled Pierre. It's actually very nice <coughs> glasses, I think. Um, yes. So we're reading through all the sonnets. We're now up to sonnet thirty-two, and we we seem to have have, have reached a bit now where uh, the the sonnets have become a bit more complex than they have been for a while. So these are getting more interesting. So what what do you think about this one, Thierry? I, th- I think they're certainly getting darker to start with. We, we, the death is getting more and more important in these ones. And yes, I agree. <coughs> oh, I, sorry. And uh, as as we said before, before we we started re, uh, recording this one, he, he he even swears at death in the second line when he says that chill death my bones with dust shall cover. So yes. uh, yeah. And I think I I I it might be wrong, but I read this one a bit as the, he's contemplating what will happen if he dies before the the uh, the fair youth, which is obviously a possibility because as we said in Sonnet Thirty, he's he's getting quite old, and well, he didn't know it, but he, he's he's gonna die about ten no less than ten years from this, seven years after this, and and his uh, and the fair youth at the time is. Is we're not we're not talking our our current culture's idea of a a young lover, which would be sixteen, seventeen, eighteen. We're talking Shakespearean young lover, which is probably twelve, thirteen, maybe fourteen. But we're, we're talking an age where people were married at fourteen and and popping out kids. Um, so yeah, this is a, a young. So that in terms of, I'm going to step aside all of the kind of issues of of um, appropriateness of that relationship and just focus on the age gap. There's a large age gap going on. So he, even he though at the time they, mm-hmm. I, at the time they 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 wouldn't have considered it too big of an age gap. But yeah, in in, in years, it's it's quite a big gap. And I find it quite interesting yeah, that I, he's, I, he's on. Sorry, go on. Sorry. I find it quite interesting that he's he's almost telling the fair youth what he should do once he once he's died, 
He says, uh, these poor root lines by thy deceased lover, compare them with the bettering of the time, and though they be outstripped by every pen, reserve them for my love, not for their rhyme, exceeded by the height of happier men. So basically saying, I might be dead, but but yeah, please still see these sonnets as, as my love declaration to you, and don't let anyone tell you different. Yeah, and and again, we, we've kind of gone back into that that the bits of things that annoy me about this so and and though they be outstripped by every pen and exceeded by the height of happier men as as if uh, as if anyone with a pen uh, outstripped by pen would be the people other people writing so as if these sonnets are are trivial and so easy to write a better sonnet than he's saying ignore the fact that when you grow old, these sonnets will be seen as as infantile and boring and and old hat and pants, but keep them for their love, not for what they are. Which he must have known his pants. He must have known was going to be rubbish. <sighs> yeah, but then even at the time, he he would have been aware that most writers are remembered. I mean, un- un- unless you're someone like Homer or one of the greats that they already had at the time you would yeah, you true. died and maybe maybe people would still remember you for a couple of years after your death but eventually you would just be forgotten about yeah i suppose that's true okay maybe i'll maybe i'll, I'll withhold that anger somewhat <laughs> i mean we, we we even today we've had people who are we, we had that discussion before people who are very very popular and you could just know that 20 years from now no one's gonna care no no one is going to read Dan Brown 100 years from now it's just not even as successful as he was when he wrote it yeah and and that thought keeps me going that, that no <laughs> one will know who he is in 100 years that keeps me going every day it, 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 it can only be a happy future when no one knows Dan Brown <laughs> oh, someone to find the book one day in a dusty library and co it's a new master oh no it's not no no oh well <laughs> uh, or maybe that, then... that's what will happen they will rediscover Dan Brown in uh, 2120 don't don't no don't say such horrid things that that alone has got us <laughs> our explicit tag on, on iTunes ah <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> stop giggling I, I, uh, I, I, Sorry, go, you go. Talk about the Sonic. Go, go, talk. <laughs> I quite like the... I, I had to look it up, to be honest, but I quite like the word vouchsafe in line... whatever, two, four, six, eight, nine. Yeah. Oh, then vouchsafe me this... Uh, but this loving thought, which apparently is a term that appears in the Bible quite often. Okay. Well, what's the which, which, which again, gives this... Uh, it just basically means uh, grant me... Okay. Vouch, vouch, save me, grant me. And apparently it's a, uh, yeah, used in the Bible. And suggestive of prayer, humility, and a respectful attitude to things divine. Okay. So, so again, we have like we a... have quite a lot of religious, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a nice way of saying, of demanding God does something for you. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. 
the 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 fort is quite a long dense one to unpack as well but it's the last one two three four five lines had my friend's muse grown with his growing age a dearer birth than this his love had bought to march in ranks of better equipage but since he died then poets better prove there's for their style i'll read his for his love so it's kind of shakespeare saying had um, my friend's muse which I'm, I'm i'm guessing is the young lover because the young lover is the muse is the reason these poets are being written yeah grown at the same point he's saying things would be better things would be much better but but since he died since since shakespeare died and the poets better prove theirs for their style i'll read so read the new better poets for their style but if you really want to know what love is read my sonnets is i guess what that's trying to say in in very dense shakespearean language i I quite like the image of uh marching in ranks of better equipage is that how you see it say it yeah i would say equipage he's he's always saying (laughs) i i I think i think that might have been a very slight dropout of our connection there between things because i don't know what happened there sorry podcast listeners that was just dead air dead air you downloaded nothing for those four seconds i'm sorry but but carry on terry you were talking about ranks of better equipage and then it all went flunky i i, I kind of like that i mean we, we've had religion and then he's, he's almost going into military sort of um terminology that's the word terminology yes and just basically once shakespeare's dead the 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 muse will almost be deserve well grow in character and maybe grow in beauty i don't know and 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 be deserving of uh of better company oh i like that idea that that so you're almost saying that the the young love doesn't deserve shakespeare's love at this point well, he, he, uh, I'm more saying that now he deserves it, but once Shakespeare's dead, maybe in the years to come, as as the muse grows older, he 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 might deserve even more. Yes, that that makes sense. Yeah. So he he, he can only become even more perfect as time goes on. <sighs> yeah. You are perfect now, but over time you will get even more perfect. That's that's send- he will turn into a god. That's that's sending English scholars out there by going, no, perfect is an absolute. You can't be ah, <laughs> you can't be more perfect. He will than be perfecter. Else. Yeah, he'll be perfecter than everyone else. That's that's what Shakespeare's saying here. But obviously, being Shakespeare, didn't want to use a word like perfecter, and 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 chose a fourteen-line sonnet as a way of, of <laughs> saying it. Ah. I, I do I like I like this one. Uh, I I like the if if you if thou survive my well contented day, I like the <laughs> idea because we we're now 
Shakespeare's saying he's enjoying life, which is it seems to be rare in these sonnets. If I'll survive my well-contented day, which is an odd line after we've had sonnet after sonnet of after sonnet of going, fortune has not looked favourably on me. The stars have meant my life is pants and all these other things that Shakespeare said, and now he's saying he's had a well-contented day, and and day in this sense being, I think, his life rather than a a, a day. So I, I quite like this is like jolly Shakespeare, and then he starts talking about death. So Shakespeare can only be jolly when he's talking about his own death, it seems. That's my reading of these. Although, saying that, if he says, My well-contented day when that shall death my bones with dust shall cover. So so I'm wondering if my well-contented day is actually the day of his death. Ooh. And I I guess, well-contented meaning full up, as in my life is now full. I'm content when I've eaten, I'm full. So maybe he's yeah, had... you 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 you've you've lived your life and and now the day has come to pass on. Yeah. So so in terms of you've had your fill of life, whether you think you have or not, you're well contented with life. Oh, don't that's just ruined my happy Shakespeare image. Damn you! But it <laughs> it goes with the second line though, because I, I I'm not quite sure how you would read it as happy life and then go on to the second line where he describes the way he dies. I I was seeing it as if if you survive uh, my well contented day. So if you survive my my happy life. Oh yeah, okay. Pants. My reading's rubbish. I was wrong. You win. Fine. You win. <laughs> yes. <sighs> One point to Thierry. Um <laughs> More misery. <laughs> All of the sadness. Oh, we need Shakespeare. Must be sad. He can't be happy. Um. <laughs> and then it goes into the lines I don't like because Shakespeare's moaning about being pants at things when he wasn't um, and then you've got Vouchsafe and yeah I mean this poem's nice I quite like it it's dense I think it's quite dense it's more dense than we've had before but in terms of it's, it's a nice poem I think basically saying I've written these things for you I'm going to be dead you're not but I've written these things for you and, and even though there'll be better stuff out there and people who say they love you and people who give you poems read their poems for the art of it but read my poems for the love I, I, I like that idea that is a very nice image indeed yeah, yeah I like that image it's good Shakespeare done well there uh, <laughs> I, I, I don't really have anything more to say about that that I, I I think we've we we've said everything that we can say about this one. Oh, do you have more? I don't. I I I think that's pretty much it. Again, we we probably have people screaming at the uh, at their iPods or computers or wherever they're listening. This and they're just like, "There's so much. You've missed three quarters of what's in there." But <laughs> no, no, that's that's it. We we have done everything there is to say about this. Yeah, and, and you're wrong. There, there is no more. Yeah, you are yeah. listener. You yeah. are wrong. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, if you, in that case, if you want to read us out, go right ahead. <coughs> Sonnet thirty-two. If thou survive my well-contented day, when that chill death my bones with dust shall cover, and shalt by fortune once more resurvey these poor root lines of thy deceased lover. Compare them with the bettering of the time, and they'll be outstripped by every pen. Reserve them for my love, not for their rhyme, exceeded by the height of happier men. 
Oh, then vouchsafe me. But for this loving... Ah, oh, I've made up words again. Oh, then vouchsafe me, but this loving thought. Had my friend's muse grown with his growing age, a dearer birth than this his love had brought, to march in ranks of better equipage. But since he died, and poets better prove, theirs for their style I'll read, his for his love. Very nice. That was Sonnet 32 of Shakespeare Sonnets. Thank you for listening to us. I've been Mark Chatterley, and you can follow me on Twitter at uh, Nufkin, and I've been joined by... Thierry Hillis, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. Excellent. See you next time, everyone. Bye-bye. Goodbye. You've been listening to Shakespeare Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.